On today's episode of Fixer Upper House Hunters, we help James Harden build his house. Let's hear from him now. James, how many bricks did you shoot up in your first two games, and will this help build your house? I shot up 32 bricks, and they they clanged off of the rim and landed in a brick pile. And, of course, that is why I'm shooting this terribly. Do you think you need any help? Shooting bricks? No. I don't need help at all. I don't need help with anything. I'm the reigning MVP for like three years in a row. Just ask me. I'll tell you I'm the MVP. What type of house are you looking to build? That's a great question. And honestly, I don't really know. But it has to be able to fit me, my beard, and my favorite old teammate, Russell Westbrook. We'll probably need room for dance parties and, of course, my MVP trophies for the next two decades, whether I give them to myself or the league gives them to me. Also, I'm looking to enable a defense system to protect me from the evil old point guard that used to be on the Houston Rockets, Chris Paul. And then I'm thinking about having a big kitchen so I can hire a personal chef to make some turnovers so I don't have to keep doing them on the court. What's your all-in budget? Hmm, budget, $37 million. Chump change. I plan to be very hands-on, and I will continue to contribute as many bricks as you need. Live from South Carolina, it's Cardboard Boxes. Cardboard Boxes. Cardboard Boxes. Have you ever heard of an armchair quarterback? It means someone has an opinion, but doesn't necessarily participate in the sport. But it also means that they care enough about the sport to discuss it and try to make it better. In our basketball world, we call this cardboard box seats. We see the game from afar like true fans, but we always show up with the same intensity as if we were at the games ourselves. We don't have the money or the connections like the other talking heads on TV, but we do have some ideas which might seem too out there, and honestly, we've got opinions which might change. Either way, we have fun, so come and watch the game with us from our cardboard box seats. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. (laughs) You do that really well. I feel like you've been practicing that. Yeah, I say it a lot. We back, baby, or as Kawhi Leonard would say, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) All the memes coming off of that have been pretty great. Absolutely. So... We got a lot of text messages saying like, hey, what do y'all, are y'all going to do one for opening night? And we decided against it. And here's our reason why. We did not want to just react to what we were seeing, uh, although that would have been fun. Uh, Instead, we decided to wait a week and logically think through what happened. And now we're going to talk about it. We had to marinate. We We had to marinate. The podcast had to marinate. That's funny. There's a lot of things that happened uh, in the games most recently, and we're going to talk about some of the major headlines, the first of which being, yo, who the heck are the Suns right now? Who? They, The Suns, the Phoenix Suns. There's a team in Arizona. Did you know that? I forgot about them. Yeah, they're, they're the 30th team. They're, they're kind of like the black sheep of the family. But not this year, apparently. Not this year. The Phoenix Suns in their first three games. So they blew out the Sacramento Kings by a lot. They took on the Nuggets and ended up losing in a heartbreak by one point. And then they play the Los Angeles Clippers, the team that is favorited to win 
the NBA Finals, and they beat them. Not by one, not by two, but like by 15 points or something like that. It's crazy. Crazy. Devin Booker honestly went off. I think he must have listened to our podcast. He was shooting threes over Pat Beverly, like shot a couple, and, and they started talking back and forth about it. They started chatting. Patrick was not happy. Yeah. Well, Patrick got kicked out of the game, too. He got ejected. Yeah. And all the the Suns fans just waved, bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Speaking of the Suns, their star player, or number two star player, uh, DeAndre Ayton, what happened, man? Suspended 25 games. I was pretty upset about this one because mainly he was on my fantasy team. He was suspended 25 games for they did a random drug test, and they found that he had a diuretic in his system. And this was a banned substance. Substance. Now, this may not seem like, oh, it's just a diuretic. What's wrong with that? Well, here's the science behind it. You can have any of the banned substances in your body. And then what do you want to do? Like when you know a a drug test is coming out, you want to flush your system. So you use the diuretic and the diuretic is really good at getting all of your water weight out. But it's also really good at getting all those kind of drug test markers that would be latent in your system. Um, So he was essentially flushing his system. Um, Now, whether or not he actually used any um, banned substances, it hasn't come out yet, um, but he has been found to be using the diuretic, so he's suspended for 25 games, which is a lot. That's uh, that's more than a fourth. Why do you think it's crazy? The man just wants wants to take his Pediasure. Just let him him take his (laughs) Pediasure. He's trying to cut weight, dude. That's it. it. Let him live his life. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Seriously. So the big question is, will the Suns miss him? Um, well, he was suspended after the Kings game. So he lost. the Suns lost to the Nuggets by one and then defeated the Clippers? I don't know. Only time will tell if the Suns actually miss him. But I know he will miss basketball. <laughs> is he allowed to still go to the games? I, I don't even know that. I would, ass- I would assume that he is suspended from all team-related activities. Okay. And it's without pay, too. Yeah. These 25 games are without pay. Big chunk of money right there. Um, Moving to the East Coast, we talked about the Hornets, our favorite team. They did something. They did something with their lives. So they ended up setting a couple records, both for um, the Charlotte Hornets franchise, but as well as the NBA in general. In their first game on opening night against the Chicago Bulls, the Charlotte Hornets shot the most threes in one game, and that set a franchise record. And then P.J. Washington, the um, most recent draft acquiree, he ended up making the most threes in a debut. Now, I think this was an anomaly. I do not anticipate the Charlotte Hornets going crazy like this ever again, quite frankly. Hey, we started out to an undefeated season. I think that's pretty great. Won our first game, but it ended when we played the Timberwolves and lost. So Yeah, I mean... Carl Anthony Towns just decided to have a have a feast. It's ridiculous. We gave him that win. We did. All right, moving on. Um, James Harden is looking like a ghost, like we kind of touched on in our. Oh, oh, James Harden, he scared me. <laughs> so, like we kind of touched on in our opening, like first two games, he shot less than thirty percent, and on average has had seven and a half turnovers. That's pretty crazy. Seven yeah. and a half. That's an average. But even if that was one game, seven and a half is a lot. And then he threw the ball in frustration <laughs> down at the ground and hit himself in the face. Popped him in the face. Yikes. And I'm surprised he didn't really look at the ref and try and get a foul on someone else. <laughs> Josh Hart was right there. 
He could have flopped and like, oh, it was Josh Hart. I did it. <laughs> I think Josh Hart's was his reaction was pretty funny. He like looked at Harden, looked at the ball, looked back at Harden. <laughs> and then looked at the camera and did that just like, yeah. what? <laughs> the Jim Halpert faced. <laughs> right. Oh, man. That's funny. James Harden's teammate, Russell Westbrook, ended up getting a triple-double. And this was a very particular, particularly important triple-double because this put him into the second most triple-doubles category, passing Magic Johnson. And now he's only behind Oscar Robertson. Um, I think, honestly, this guy's a triple-double magnet. I wouldn't anticipate him to be the one, but I he could do it. I think he's like 50 away, isn't he? Yeah, So I mean, it could, it could realistically happen this season. I, I mean, I don't know if it will. Maybe it'll he'll get like 30 and then just have to finish out the next season. But, I mean, he's proven he can average a triple-double for two seasons now in a row. So, I mean, it, yeah. there's, there's a chance. There is a chance. And, I mean, he's not going to go away. He's not going to retire, I don't think, anytime soon. So, I mean, right. if he doesn't get it this year, he can easily get it next year or the the year after. And then just keep building onto it. Yeah, there's no, he's not leaving anytime soon. Yeah. Do you think that record will ever be broken when he sets it? Or if he sets it rather? I mean, I think he'll set it. And then, I mean, records are meant to be broken. So I'm sure in 50 years, someone's going to come back and break his record. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be LeBron Jr. Yeah. Good old Bronny. <laughs> Bronny. Except that's not 50 years. Oh yeah. I guess it's like what? Five? Three? Yeah. Next year? Last <laughs> month? Yeah, if LeBron has his way. Yeah, if LeBron has his way. Bronny's playing tomorrow. <laughs> um, here is our obligatory Zion Williamson news. He is still out. Don't blame his size. Like the Chuckster did. Like the Chuckster did. It's, uh, it's bold words coming from old Charles Barkley. Bold words. He just, he tries to, I mean, they caught him out on his weight, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, I don't know. I mean, the Pelicans are, they haven't won a game yet. They haven't they won a game yet, but it's it's been they've been pretty close all three games so far. I I know it doesn't count at the end of the day how close you are. It's either a win or a lose. So, but I yeah. mean their their losses have been pretty pretty close. So they they can do it soon, hopefully. I think, and I'm I'm by no means saying that Zion being hurt is a good thing, but it has it's pushed ESPN to talk about other things besides Zion. I mean, they've gone back to LeBron. Yeah, they've gone back to. <laughs> The other, the other Zion, LeBron right. James. The Jazz, for some reason, their rhythm is a little slower. Maybe they need a metronome or something. But <laughs> pick up the pace. Yeah, seriously. There's a they're they're big on defense right now, which is crazy. It's crazy, but if you think about it, it's good for them. You got Rudy Gobert, you got Mike Conley. They're kind of heading up the whole defensive forefront but all their games all their scoring has been significantly lower compared to a lot of the other teams in the league and mike conley and he shot like one for 16 one night which is ridiculous it baffles me that someone could actually do that at his caliber i mean i could do it but i'm not as good as him i could easily go one for 16 but then he he shot his next free throw to to like add to his very low scoring game and uh it started hyping up the crowd yeah, like, dude, like, you, you've made chill. <laughs> MVP, MVP. <laughs> I think the defense is working out for them. They've they've won a couple. They've it, it's been close. A lot of their games have been close. It's fun to watch. It's not not just kind of chucking up the ball. They're taking their time. They're they're playing well as a team. They got they got pretty good chemistry. They they know where each other's at. I'm a fan. 
Yeah. And then on a much sadder note, at least for me, um, at least Warriors for him. lost to the Thunder. Dang. The Thunder, huh? Yeah. This this is the team that everyone was writing off, right? The Thunder or the Warriors? <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're 0-2 right now. Oh, jeez. Well, their first game was against... Against who? The Clippers. Clippers. And uh, I saw something that came out and said Kawhi really came out and uh, made the Warriors lose their final game in the Oracle Arena and then lose their first game in the new Chase Center. Dang, that is savage. He owns yeah. that stadium. That he stadium does. is his. It's no longer Chase. It's now Kawhi. <laughs> it's Kawhi. <laughs> Man, that is wild. I, I thought I would never say this, but... I anticipated the Warriors to be kind of like the Patriots. You know what I mean? I anticipated no matter what, they would have Steph Curry as their Tom Brady, as their quarterback, and they would just, they would be really, really good all the time. Obviously, it's only been like the first week of basketball. Yeah. I mean, the only problem with with your theory is you can't really deflate a basketball because it won't (laughs) dribble then. It's true. It's true. Deflate gate. It's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. But I mean, Draymond has come out and he's tweeted. He's like, dude, we, we suck right now. And yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least at least they're honest. I yeah. Mean, ex- they're acknowledging it, but yeah, they need to denial. change what they're doing. Yeah. And obviously they're missing their their starting center and Willie Cauley-Stein. So yeah. with that, it's with an inner injury. Excuse me. That's with an injury. How much that would contribute. Eh, but. Maybe 0-3. <laughs> and they're maybe, two games they played. Yeah. It'd be negative, yeah, 0-3 <laughs> in the first two games. It's <laughs> funny. They would have negative wins somehow. <laughs> negative wins. So is it is it an overreaction to say that the Warriors dynasty is over? I think the Warriors dynasty is on pause right now. It's tough to on say. Pause. I mean, yeah, it's it's tough because I mean, Clay's out. I think it's going to be completely different atmosphere when when he's back he's still been coming coming to the games which i think is great for morale but he hasn't been able to play and they anticipate him being out all year so some some yeah. reports have said all year and some have said all-star break so i mean we don't really know and that's kind of a big jump i mean that's that's four months of playing you know what i mean if they yeah. considering if they make the playoffs which i think that's probably what his time frame is dependent on if the warriors are doing well then they might bring him back early However, I think we saw this with Kevin Durant. Yeah. They brought him back early. I think I think they would be careful in this situation, and I do not blame them one bit. I'm worried that D'Angelo Russell had a great year last year, and they put they gave him all the money that they think he needed and didn't diversitize a little bit more in their starting five, and they're weakening themselves that way. Like getting rid of Andre Godala big time playmaker mm-hmm. and veteran and just to get and Sean Livingston big time playmaker and veteran just to get D'Angelo Russell which I mean he's a great player but he had one great year right so. yeah and I think uh I think the Kings are experiencing that right now with Buddy Heald putting all their money in a star who excuse me I use that term lightly now a player who had one really really good year D'Angelo Russell in Brooklyn was playing with a, a very large chip on his shoulder he wanted to prove to the world that yeah, he was traded away from Los Angeles into Brooklyn on probably one of the worst teams that he he could have been on uh, in the league when that trade happened. And now he's in he's with the, the Warriors, and I think, I don't know, maybe he's lost a little bit of that drive. I don't know. I mean, there is a flip side to it. Like, he came out and he was making threes that Steph wasn't hitting, so that was that was nice. But, I mean, 
there are other players who could have been like if if you would have paid five other players the amount you paid one player how how would you be right now you know yeah and that goes back to your max contract thing so yep well i'm not getting into that i'm not doing it i'm not doing it please see episode two yeah please see all of the previous episodes. Yeah. <laughs> reference number so you're saying the warriors dynasty is on pause i agree with it i agree with it it's on pause i have another early week one overreaction for you do the suns make the playoffs I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with my locked in answer before, and since it's only week one, I'm gonna say no. Do you think by some miracle they the other players are or excuse me the other teams are starting to look at the Suns a little bit differently now that they've they barely lost against the Nuggets and beat the Clippers? Um, I'm sure there will be some adjustments moving forward. So yeah, they're they're probably gonna not slack off as much. I'm sure that's kind of what the Clippers mentality is. Oh, it's the Suns. Let's go in. We don't really have to worry about it. Like coming off the warriors so but they did have to worry about it (laughs) they did have to and of course the clippers didn't have paul george who's out with a recovering from surgery so you gotta take that into account too who knows maybe the suns have a great year maybe they make the playoffs who knows we'll find out in uh 79 games i don't want to think about it the season just started (laughs) (laughs) it just started it just started (laughs) i got a overreaction for you carl anthony towns mvp Ooh. So in his first two games, he scored in the 30s and rebounded in the teens. Those are monster numbers. Absolute monster numbers. Granted, one was against the Pacers, one was against the Hornets. If he keeps this up, absolutely. If he averages in the 30s and rebounds in the teens, absolutely. In the high teens, absolutely. I, th- I definitely think he could be the MVP. His competition, it's it's hard to say thus far, but he's... He's definitely on my watch list for the MVP. I think the only, I mean, I think Giannis, obviously, and Harden, if he gets out of the shooting slump, could potentially get back to the MVP form. Or, you know, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's really, I mean, it really all depends who the media wants. That's who's going to win it. You think? Um, I don't, but James Harden does. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Cat for MVP? We'll see. He's He's a dark horse candidate. Yeah, he's had great years. I mean, he won his rookie of the year his first year, so who knows? Is it time for him to make that step? I think it is. Yeah, yeah I mean, it'd be great. I, I hope it for him. You know what's crazy? Speaking of a rookie of the year, you know who didn't win rookie of the year, but who did? Giannis didn't win, but uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist won. Oh, man, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah, and look where no they way. are now. One is an MVP, and one is on the magic dang one got uh an earful from the miami heat rookie for shooting a three in his face yeah that's not Giannis. okay another another overreaction here we go the brooklyn nets they got some issues oh 100 i mean kyrie irving's on the team so issue number no, one kyrie irving came out and scored 50 on Wait. his first who won that game though did the nets win that game <laughs> not the nets and i think that's where the issue lies Yep, they have some issues. <laughs> Care to elaborate? Or do you think Kyrie is just it's the focal point of all the issues? Yep, I just think I don't know. I, I think he's a, okay. <laughs> I think he's an okay player, but I think he's very dramatic, and I I don't know. He kind of did LeBron dirty, which I didn't like, and I'm not even a huge LeBron fan, so like I don't know. I just what, not a huge. Which, what are you referencing? When he wanted to be traded from the Cavs, that won him the 
a championship before. And then he's like, no, I've had enough. I'm going to go build my own team. Well, and, well, my own team. Well, <laughs> yeah. And he's not, I mean, he's he's shown he's not capable of having his own team. He thinks he's a franchise player, but he's not. I don't know. I, I still buy pretty high on old Kyrie Irving. Obviously, I think the uh, the Celtics drama, that was crazy. I don't know what happened there. But we'll see. we'll see if the Brooklyn Nets can pull it out. They really just have to hold out until uh, Kevin Durant comes back. The old Durantula. Oh, man. But, I mean, Kyrie, Kyrie has been a great player for the Nets. He's he's proven that they need him. So, hey. But they also did well with D'Angelo Russell. And they traded him away. Yep. I think they got an upgrade in Kyrie. Well, they didn't trade. for They, they traded and got Kevin Durant. So, I mean, that was, that oh, yeah. was a yeah, great that's, trade. That's right. Great trade. Yeah. And then Kyrie came. But <laughs> And then Kyrie. All right. Here's another one. Overreaction. Russell Westbrook. Better than James Harden. As of right now, yes. For the rest of the season, based on hairstyle alone, yes. You think Russ's hair is better than James Harden? Absolutely. Wow. I like the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what they call him. I, I have a simple bowl cut. I don't. I don't know anything about <laughs> hair. But he also has two antenna. I believe you. You described it. <laughs> Which is fitting for the Spider-Man symbol on top of his head as well. Yeah, it's style, man. Go to Houston. They're on the up and coming. They're on the the cusp of fashion. I guess I don't know fashion in Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, there's there's no fashion here. We we know nothing. <laughs> I do think, as of right now, Russell Westbrook is playing better than James Harden, but that's only because James Harden has been building a house um, with all of the shots that he's missed, just brick after brick after brick. And we talked about this. I mean, he missed thirty two out of forty two. He's made ten shots in his first two games, and that's tough start. It's a tough start. It's a shooting slump. It happens to all the shooters. I think for him, it's a lot in his head. And we saw that when he kind of slammed the ball on the ground. Uh, he was he was clearly frustrated because he's used to he's used to scoring like in the thirties every night or forties or fifties. I mean, he was averaging thirty five last year over over right. like eight games. So like, or no, I don't remember. No, that was over the it, season. It yeah, it was over the season. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, shooters shoot. You just got to keep getting out of that slump. It's happened to every shooter. Clay yeah. Thompson went through it last year, and he ended up being just fine. They made it to the finals, but yeah, I think uh, I don't know if it's because they're playing together, or I don't I don't know what the issue is besides the shooting slump. Um, it just seems like Russ is playing a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, in Russ's defense, in, in Harden's defense, Russ goes up and dunks the ball a little more than he does. So that kind of helps, but it helps with those alley oop passes. I don't know. It's cool yeah. to watch. That doesn't really yeah. have anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, just for clarifications, just for clarification for our listeners, um, when Nick said in defense of Harden, let it be known that James Harden does not play defense. <laughs> he was just using that as a, a kind of a freak, like a speech term. So <laughs> just just keep that in mind. Just to make the announcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, their their games have been very high scoring. Oh yeah, like we, for sure. we like we said before, like we predicted that they would be, and and they have not disappointed. They have not disappointed. They're fun to watch. I mean, yeah. Besides the shooting slump, but the, I mean, even then, it's still fun to watch because he's got some crazy passes. And I mean, Russ is on the team, and Harden's on that team. It's like, wow, it's going to be a good one. Kevin Durant's going to come back, and yeah, it's, and then Serge Ibaka. Yeah. Oh man, they're back. All right. Final overreaction: Are the Clippers the new kings of LA after defeating the Lakers? One hundred percent. Really? One hundred percent? I think so. Dang. And they look. 
they don't even have Paul George back yet. So that's true, and that's that's what we all keep forgetting. Like, man, this team is great. Holy cow! And then Paul George is still there. They're missing the number two like player on the team. So you can only imagine. Hopefully, what's going to change? Like how much better they're going to get. I say hopefully because how awful would it be for Paul George to come back and then them not have good chemistry? But I I don't see that happening at all. I, I think the chemistry is off the charts for that team. Oh yeah. Absolutely. They're they're hungry. They want to play. Everyone's saying they're going to win the championship for good reason. I like it. I think the probably think the funnest games to watch are going to be um, Lakers versus Clippers just because they're same they're sharing the same stadium. You're going to have both fans right there. It's the home team and the home team, the other home team. I mean, on opening night against the Lakers, the Clippers were at home and Kawhi Leonard was getting booed. Yeah. <laughs> what? And they were chanting MVP when LeBron was at the foul line. What's happening? It's it's madness, I can imagine, in Staples Center. Madness. Speaking of which, what's going on with the Lakers? We saw some really big issues in that game. Yeah, like they, their bench? Where's it at? Dude, the bench did not show up. The bench, the Lakers bench was outscored by the Clippers bench by 42 points. That's insane. That is crazy. Insane. I think that shows more how the Clippers bench is so deep than compared to the Lakers. I mean, you've got the two-time reigning sixth man of the year on the Clippers bench, so that definitely helps. But For sure. Absolutely. I mean, this was kind of a problem, though, going into the season. The Lakers didn't really have that much of a bench because they were rooting so much on their stars. So Right. I mean, you have two max players on the team. It's like, oh, it goes back to what you're saying about the Golden State Warriors. Would this money be better spent on five other semi-good players that have good chemistry or if chemistry is the issue. Yeah. I think the issue right now is injuries because the Lakers are still missing Rondo and even Kuzma, who's a, who's a starter. And so is Rondo. Rondo's a starting point guard. And I mean, can't forget about DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. DeMarcus Cousins is still on the team. He's going to be out probably the whole year, but. Yeah. I just read somewhere that Frank Vogel, the coach, wants to keep DeMarcus Cousins on the picture, so hopefully he'll stick around in Los Angeles. But man, if they had Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins, and LeBron James, and Rondo, as a, and Rajon Rondo, sure, we'll throw him in. Uh, that would be that's a that's a crazy team. But I mean, it's crazy because three of those people have played together before on the Pelicans, being that's true. DeMarcus Cousins, AD, and Rondo, and hmm. that was the year they went to the playoffs. So. Exactly. And and actually, I just thought about this. So Kuzma and Rondo are starters, and I'm assuming DeMarcus Cousins would be starters. So three of the starting five is injured right now. Yeah. Dang. It's tough. The injuries, I mean, they're rough. I don't have yeah. to worry about that on 2K. That's true. Your durability is at 99. Yeah. I ain't turn, getting injured. Turn that injury off, man. <laughs> I ain't get hurt. <laughs> I can't afford this. <laughs> so KCP, I don't even know what to say about this guy. He's just not playing well. He's Who's not KCP? shooting well. Um, KCP is Kentavious Caldwell Pope. He's unfortunately become somewhat of a meme. He's been criticized heavily, and the Lakers fans are quite frankly just turning on him. I, I saw somewhere, and this this may have crossed the line, but there's a GoFundMe into sending him back to jail. No. Yeah. <laughs> back ah, to jail. <laughs> back to jail. Oh my gosh. They're accusing him of stealing $16 million, an essential contract. That's rough. I mean, if you, <laughs> if you just, if you scroll right now on YouTube talking about 
KCB, let me just read you the, the top three, and this will give you kind of a, a percentage and a good sample population. Number one, kip, excuse me, number one, kick KCP out of America. Man arrested for stealing $16 million from the Lakers. Stop overacting, overreacting on KCP. He wasn't the reason we lost. <laughs> so about two-thirds of Lakers fans think he's garbage, and one-third's holding out hope. Barely. Barely. We'll say 32 percentage. Yeah, 32 percent. That's. I think that's fair. When uh, KCP finally did score his first point, the Spectrum Arena exploded. They were so happy when he made his, his points. Oh, man. But he needs to keep it up if the Lakers want to win games. Yeah. Keep they up what he's doing now or? Like, make points. He needs to keep making points. Okay. That, that is what he needs to do. <laughs> So one other thing that I noticed during the Clippers-Lakers game is they kept going to the post. They kept playing post. And I think the original idea was kind of to draw a double team. But the Clippers are smart defensively. They're they're honestly more of a defensive team than they are an offensive team. So when they see that they're trying to draw out a triple, or excuse me, when they're trying to draw out um, a double team and they see that the Lakers will probably just kick it out, they're not going to let that happen. They have formidable enough big men to take on Anthony Davis and LeBron James in the paint. So they're going to let them do their job. They, they were defensive last year. They added Kawhi Leonard. Big hands Leonard. Big hands Leonard. So yeah, I, is that a coaching issue? Probably. They probably should have switched up the plays a little bit. But I, I do think it's an overreaction in general uh, to say that the Lakers are going to be terrible this year. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be great. They're probably crushing the Hornets right now yeah. as we speak Sunday night. <laughs> probably are. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. I hope uh, Anthony Davis has himself a game. I'm, I'm happy to see him playing and healthy again. He, he is a great player. So. Mm-hmm. so the score right now is actually 30-30. 30-30? Yeah. Wow. Let's go Hornets. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Second Lakers. Dang, if we if we beat the Lakers, it's going to be lit. Shard lit. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right, so next, um, Gabe and I have kind of predicted what we think for the awards race at the end of the year, how they have the awards each year. We're going to go ahead and lock our awards in, who we think will win each one, and we're going to run through those with you guys really quick. So, Carl, who do you have for your MVP? Giannis. Antelope Peter. Excuse me, Antetokounmpo. Oh, okay. I got a little confused yeah. because there are two of those players on the team in the league right now. It's actually three. Oh, I forgot about the the youngest. Yeah, he's on the Lakers. two are on the same team. That's what that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I think Giannis uh, Antetokounmpo has the biggest chance to go back to back for MVP because he is a monster. He has only gotten better if he adds mid range shooting and three point to his game. He will quite virtually be impossible to guard and unstoppable for me i said Kawhi. i think just just thinking if Kawhi went out right now i don't think the lakers would be doing i mean i don't think the clippers would be doing as great as they are i mean they're a great team but if if you don't have Kawhi leonard i don't think they'd be as great so just most valuable player i think that kind of goes around Kawhi leonard great defensive player of the year who do you have joel Embiid. Ooh. switch it up i Why? think I don't know. I mean, you just think he's going to go crazy? I think he's going to go crazy. I hope. I hope his defense is going to step up. I mean, he's kind of been he he always goes about halfway 
through the season being a front runner for it and then injuries happen so i'm hoping he'll stay healthy and, and be able to win it this year gotcha so block party in philly yeah whoop, whoop. that's the only thing they'll be celebrating yeah <laughs> yikes for me i have draymond green because i do not think that he he'll be more on the the scoring side with um D'Lo and steph curry i think he's just really really gonna focus on kind of that defensive side and he's he's crazy he's crazy good on defense um, he's terrifying so yeah i think if the warriors get anything out of this year it's a defensive player of the year trophy wow hot take man hot take sizzle all right rookie of the year i am going to jump on the bandwagon um i'm gonna say Uh-oh. zion <laughs> wow are we surprised nope i i mean this dude doesn't he, just it, kind of going back to what james harden said like if the media loves him then that that makes up a percentage of the the voting so that's true i mean the media loves him dude hasn't even played one game in regular season yet and he won't for another probably two months so he's already probably number one rookie of the year votes that's probably gonna hurt him not being able to play the first couple of weeks you know what i mean yeah because then his season technically doesn't start until everyone's already in a rhythm right exactly well that and i think they take into account like the longevity of like how many games they've played um because last year i mean the two front runners luka Doncic and um trey young they did not miss a whole lot of games due to injuries and Zion's already started off with a couple of weeks out. Well, maybe he could have like a Ben Simmons year and just win it the next year. He could, but that would require him to sit out the the first his first year. But Ben didn't sit out the entire year. I think I don't. I think there's yeah, he a did. number. He played a couple games. I thought. Mm, I don't think so. Could be wrong. Fans, let us know. Yeah. For me, I have um, Zion Williamson's old teammate, his ex teammate from Duke, R.J. Barrett. I think if. Any rookie were to succeed in New York, that is a victory in itself and should be <laughs> given an award of the highest praise. <laughs> rookie of the year it is. There it is. All right. Um, six man, I'm going to say Lou Williams. Let's just make it another year. Just add another trophy to his mantle. Let's do it. I'm a fan. But I'll say my hot take on this one too. All of mine are hot takes except for MVP. Um, six man of the year. Joe Ingles. He's coming off the bench for the Jazz this year, and I think he's really going to bring the team together um, and lead the um, the second unit, bench unit, to a lot more a lot more points than the Jazz might be used to. Yeah, I think it, it will help having him come off the bench. I mean, he is a great player, and he proved that last year when he started, but coming off the bench, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Hot takes. So. All right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hot take central over here. Teammate of the year. So let, let's define this a little bit. What do you think the teammate of the year is? I don't know. Last year, um, Mike. Last year, Mike Conley won it. So I mean, I think it's just someone who just a great teammate. Everyone enjoys being around. Um, kind of lifts the team up. You know, that's just my definition. We could we could Wikipedia search the actual NBA definition, but no, we'll go with our decision. This is our podcast. That's true. That's true. Yeah. For now. So who do you have? Who do you have? I have Donovan Mitchell. I mean, okay. I think he's shown before how just how great of a how great of a teammate he is, and just how nice of a person he is. And I think that kind of encompasses the whole teammate of the year award. Mm-hmm. He's very genuine. Yeah. For me, I took a slightly different approach. I said Stephen Adams because he's probably going to get a lot of his teammates out of trouble by um, in case there's a fight. I mean, he's big. He's got a mustache. Yeah, I know. If I was getting in a fight um, and someone with a mustache ran up, I would run away. That's just me. Honestly, same. 
Executive of the year, um, we had this one the same. So we both had David Griffin, who is the Pelicans. He works for the Pelicans, obviously. I changed mine at the last minute. I didn't know. I couldn't even think of an executive. But when I saw yours, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. I copied you on this one. Heard it here first. <laughs> Heard it here first. It's a great. It's great. It's a, Thank you. I mean, he was Just, able to somehow get rid of a bunch of contracts, get good picks. Um, he traded Anthony Davis for like the half the league. Lakers future. Um, so, yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, like this offseason was phenomenal for the Pelicans, and it's all because of him. And Absolutely. Some of this that he did was from the hospital. So Yeah, yeah. recovering from what? Was it a heart attack? Yeah. Yeah, recovering from a heart attack. He made the call. Yeah, send AD out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dang. Coach of the year. We'll jump into that one next. I have Doc Rivers. I'm just going to – right now, it may seem like I'm a pretty big Clippers fan, and I do have a shirt, so I'd like to throw that out there. But I'm also worried. <laughs> I have I have like four NBA team shirts, so that doesn't really make a difference. But um, Doc Rivers, I mean, just a, I think he's pretty deserving of it. If if the Clippers are able to go pretty far, right? And this this award is usually just given out to a team who has the most wins. Um, so you're you're basically saying the Clippers are going to have the most wins, both because of the coach and the players. Doc Rivers is a great coach. Yeah, I do not think that they will have the most wins in the. Um, in the league, though, I think that's going to go to the Bucks, which is why I have Coach Bud having the the Coach of the Year award given to him because they're in the East. All right, All Star MVP. We're just gonna these are going to be hot just, takes because we honestly yeah, have no idea, <laughs> no idea who's going to be the All Star team. I said Luca. I said Steph Curry. Moving on. <laughs> why not? Finals MVP. I said Paul George. And I said Patrick Beverly, which. Gives the conclusion that we both think the Clippers are going to win. That's true. Hmm. I think we may have started something. Ooh, hot takes. No, not really. That's not really a hot take at all. (laughs) If we bet on that, we would lose on it. (laughs) All right. Most improved player. Man, I I want this to happen so bad. (sighs) Andrew Wiggins. Wow. I just want him to have a great year. Wow, I think Brandon Ingram. I wow. I thought Brand. I thought Brandon Ingram last year, and I'm still holding out hope for this year too. I I think with the change of scenery, it might help a little bit. He's played very very good thus far. Yeah, much better than Andrew Wiggins. So I don't know. We'll see. Shacked in a fool. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lonzo. You know you're one of my faves. It's 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 got to be Lonzo. Between his shot, the weird mutton chops beard. I mean, need I say more? <laughs> I said JaVel McGee, which this would be his third award for the Shaq and the Fool. <laughs> he's going to get the hat trick. Yeah, he's got to before he retires, which <laughs> I don't know if when that is, but maybe after he gets the hat trick. Yeah, that's really what he wants. Yeah. So worst team of the year. Who's going to have the least amount of wins, both for the East and the West? All right. For the East, I said the Cavs. and the West, I said the Timberwolves. Who you got? I said the Cavs and the Suns. Okay. Okay. Which I'm probably going to be wrong about the Suns. That's true. We'll see. That's true. All right. This one is kind of just a throw it out there also. First coach fired. Who you got? I have David Fisdale of the New York Knicks. Any reason in particular? Because he is the coach of the New York Knicks. <laughs> yeah, that's a good reason. New York is not a safe place for any coach. I don't know if you've realized that. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of done. 
he hasn't done well, but he's done a little better than other coaches. So we'll see. We'll see. Who do you have? I have Scott Brooks of the Wizards. Oh, why do you say that? I just think the Wizards they they need to improve on a lot of things. So, and I think maybe they'll the front office will think let's just start with the coach and and see where that goes. That's usually how it happens, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. All right, big trade. Who you got? So my big trade that I think will happen this year, I originally had Bradley Beal or Kevin Love, but with Bradley Beal's new contract, that can't happen. But so I will say DeMar DeRozan. I think it is time. If if the Spurs were to do anything with DeMar DeRozan right now, I do not think he will stay. I think he's going to go somewhere in L.A. because that's where he's from. He's always said he wants to go there. I think I think that the Spurs will make a move and try and get a, another like center or power forward to replace the aging LaMarcus Aldridge because they already have a pretty good point guard and shooter in DeJounte Murray. Yeah, I, I think if they did that, it would kind of push them out of the playoff run. I don't know. Whoa, okay. I mean... DeRozan's a great player. Every time he shoots it, it goes in. So Yeah, just DeMar, I hear it. The less I like it. <laughs> All right, big trade. I got Kevin Love or Blake Griffin. And I said, If you or, had to pick pick one. Pick one right now. Pick one. I'll say Blake Griffin just because Kevin Love's contract. I don't know how yeah. many people would want that. Well, I think Blake Griffin could be traded. I think it depends how the Pistons start out. So Yeah, absolutely. And he's hurt right now. He's out. Yeah. So it also depends on like how well he performs. Right. When he comes back, that is. Yeah. I hate it for him. He's off the Clippers and they're actually doing great now, so Yeah. <laughs> well, so is like the rest of Lob City with Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan. I know. It took Russell Westbrook leaving the Thunder for them to beat the Warriors. Crazy. Dang. Wild times we live in. Yeah. Sweet. Nick, hit us with that fun fact. Fun fact. All right. For today's fun fact, good old NBA all-star Dennis Rodman did not play high school basketball, and he grew eight inches between the time he graduated high school to when he turned 20. Dang. That is wild. Eight inches. I wish I grew eight inches right now, honestly. Yeah. I would be like 5'8". Wow. I just get, get I keep getting shorter and shorter as the <laughs> You're podcast goes on. <laughs> All right, well, so. sweet, Nick. It's always a pleasure, listeners. I'm glad you could listen to our ramblings. We appreciate I hope you it. make sense of it. <laughs> yeah. So live from South Carolina, this is Gabe signing off, and this is Nick signing off. Good night and good luck. <laughs>